some people have described this game column as a trap game of the week. The Panthers going to the Bengals. Um, Bengals very, very poor on the run on Monday night. Uh, obviously, I made a complete agent of myself picking the, the Bengals and saying that the Browns didn't have a chance. Uh, I mean, for what it's worth, like the Bengals didn't really show up. I mean, I don't really take this whole lack of Jamar Chase thing uh, any more than what it should be. They've plenty of players there in the offense. I understand he's a an excellent player, but you can't expect to rely on one player when you're Joe Burrow going for 400 yards the week before. You know, you've plenty of different players there, both on the run game and with wide receivers, tight ends. Uh, I, I don't buy it personally and, and they're going to have an opportunity this week to go out against the Panthers and show what they're really worth uh, and that, the offensive line as well is is going to be interesting for the Panthers I know you've talked Colin about PJ Walker this week so um, it's an interesting game especially if the Panthers get off to a decent start on Sunday yeah um, I, and particularly because the Panthers have a, a decent running game I mean even moving on from uh, Christian McCaffrey um, the, the backups have done a really good job and the Bengals have really struggled against the run so unless the Bengals get off to a, a hot start then they could be in for a long afternoon um, the uh, I know Michael you're saying like one player shouldn't make a difference but he does because he's that talented and he forces teams to double team him, um, teams haven't yet r- figured out um, Jamar Chase. I talked about it on the show a, a few weeks ago in terms of there might come to be a point where teams sort of figure out what to do, but I would back on him to be able to adjust to, to that. Talked about it in terms of Randy Moss. If you look at the way when Randy Moss first came into the league and that first season, <laughs> no one had seen anything like him. It was insane. And then defenses adjusted, and Randy Moss found a way to well be Randy Moss. I would back Jamar Chase to to do that too. And I think the loss of him is it is enormous. Even if you have the talent around him, when he came into the team last year, it completely changed them. Um, I think this is a big game for the Bengals in terms of they need to get things back on track because they were just so bad and kind of in, you know inexplicably bad almost against the Browns. So that 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 is a problem, and I think it, it's a real problem because I think they don't match up particularly well against this Panthers team because the Panthers are playing with house money, right? They've got an interim head coach. Um, they they're they're looking much better. They've already decided to move on from Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Um, the team looks very relaxed. Um, if if Demar Chase was was there, I would say you know the Bengals probably would have beaten the Browns and would beat the Panthers. Without Demar Chase, I can I can see the Panther Panther squeaking it. I think we're in the mid season part um, part where. You can get some funny results before kind of you get teams really make you push. Like we saw the Bengals right at the end of last year, really get it together and make a real push. We've often seen teams do that, but that doesn't usually happen until kind of maybe week 11 or week 12 when teams suddenly really realize, way we need to get this together and get the show on the road. I'm going to go with another upset in this. I'm going to say the, the Panthers get a surprise win. There you go. I'll strengthen Colm's case even more. Um, the Bengals secondary, um, oh, geez, I don't know how I'm going to pronounce this one. I'll go with Ozuzi. Ozuzi's out for the season. He's their number one uh, marquee secondary player. 
Trey Flowers is uh, injured and not expected to play. Eli Apple is injured and not expected to play. The two corners uh, on each each side is going to be Taylor Britt and Dax Daxon Hill, two rookies. They're going to lean into them. You've got DJ Moore, who has really come on in the last few weeks. And, you know, I'm sure he's got into it on Monday night about his catastrophe at the end of the game, but can't take away from a fabulous player player that he is and the play at the end was, was fantastic. They're going to give him some, some problems on Sunday. Callum Tom with the Panthers run game. Dante Foreman, 118 yards in the last two games, three touchdowns last weekend. They've got the players, they've got the weapons to upset this Bengals team. A Bengals team which we were saying was getting their act together on the offensive line. Well, it, it recited back to what we were used to seeing last Monday night. It was really poor. God, I can see why Callum's going to Panthers, but I'm going to side with the Bengals. Um, but I'm not comfortable about this pick. I think it'll be a really close one. And I can I could see why it could be a shock. But I think with Boyd, Higgins, Mixon get more involved in the screen passes and passing game that they'll just find a way to get over the line. But I'll go with the Bengals, just. Granted, uh, well, Mark, Mark C is picking the Bengals. Granted, uh, there's been a quarterback change or two or four in Carolina over the last few weeks. Um, the Rams put up 24 points on them. The Rams, the worst offense statistically in the NFL at the minute on numerous different uh, metrics. Um, a lot of those points were late, Michael. Late in the game. They still put them up. They held them up. Well, they held, held if, I, if, if, if my wife said to me, have dinner ready for five, and I started at 10 to five, and she didn't know it started at 10 to five, it's still ready for five. Do you know what I mean? She doesn't know any different. Uh, Niners, but how Christian McCaffrey put up 37. Uh, I, I, I get what you said, last week, lads, I, I have the Bengals winning this game by three touchdowns. <laughs> And I think the reason that is is because they really struggled on a run last week and they're going to find a way this week to get Joe Mixon into the game more. And I don't buy the Jamar Chase situation. you got T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst, Tyler Boyd. You find a way to win this game. You went to the bloody Super Bowl eight months ago. Make it happen. The Panthers are in no way, shape or form ready to beat a team like this. And I'm not counting the game against the Bucs. It was an embarrassment. And we have to watch Tom Brady turn up in his pot noodle outfit next Sunday in Munich. First world problems. Mark is picking the Bengals. Um, the next game that we're going to talk about. Sorry to all the Panther fans in Ireland. I know there's at least at least 15. And these are all good lads. Uh, Packers. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. 3-5 three, three Green Bay Packers against the 1-6 and six Detroit Lions column. Aaron Rodgers. I feel like we're just saying this every week now. When, when, when are they going to wise up and actually get a receiver? Oh, that's right. The trade deadline passed on Tuesday. When are they going to wise up and get the ball down the field in an efficient sense? We're still waiting for it after that Giants game. They were standing in the presser saying they were going to change things. They were going to do things differently. They've lost, what, four in a row? Um, the Lions, 1-6. and six very very disappointing for them but you know I think they need to sort of stead the ship there and see what they're getting TJ Hawkins has went to the Vikings and I'm really intrigued to hear this pick from everybody bring it on um I I mean look I I think if if the Packers were potentially playing you know most other teams this week I'd, I'd go against them um because they have been incredibly disappointing uh, again, you know, they it, it, nothing nothing has worked for them. I saw Dan Olowski, uh tweet maybe yesterday saying that they had um, the the most uh, first and second uh, round draft picks on defense play the most number of sta- snaps uh, this season thus far, and the defense has been terrible. Um, you know, they they have they haven't really come up clutch at any point and. 
all the talk in the offseason or the preseason was this was going to be the best off a defense that Aaron Rodgers had played with. Um, they were going to be able to carry the lack of the wide receivers. They would allow the youngsters to get in because they'd be able to lean on the defense, lean on the defense, lean on the defense. Um, but the the issue is they're going up against a, a Lions team who um, I mean, if we're talking about the, the Rams offense statistically being bad, the Lions defense, the worst in points per game, the worst in yards per game, the worst in yards per play, the worst in terms of allowing third, third down conversion. They are a shambles. Nothing has gone right for them. Um, they, they're not, the number two uh, overall pick in the draft was... <laughs> Uh, Tron Armistead, one-handed, um, just hold, holding him at bay. Nothing, nothing has gone right for the um, the Lions. Um, if uh, the only thing is, if you have uh, Amara St. Brown, um, happy days because they traded away their um, tight end, and they again are looking towards next year. Um, I, I I think the Packers squeaked this. But this is this could be a worse than the Broncos versus the Colts. Just another point to Column's stats on how poor the Lions defense has been. It's been recognized this week because Dan Campbell has made two coaching changes with his defensive staff. He's finally seen enough of what's been going on in the field and he's got rid of two. And then Brad Holmes, the GM, comes out after the trade of Hawkinson and says, If we were six and one, we still would have we still would have done the deal. No, you're already thinking uh, the next season. You're already recognising the season's gone. Um, where are the bright spots for the Packers' offence? Well, Dobbs had a, is is a good rookie and he's done quite well so far. And Torre, the uh, wide receiver, has got the touchdown on Sunday, has slowly started to emerge as someone who didn't expect much from fifth-round pick. So there is some bright spots there. Yeah, it's very been very inconsistent. They haven't lost five games in a row in 14 years. This is a blowout for me, actually. I think the Packers are going to finally, finally find their feet offensively and no better game against a very average and very poor Lions team uh, defensively. It's an easy, comfortable win for the Packers to get them so it's back to four and five and back in the hunt for a wild card because it won't be a division this year. They'd be lucky at the minute to get a wild card. They were the NFC's going. Um, Mark, Mark C is picking the Packers. Uh, I'm taking the Packers and I'm taking under 24 and a half points in this game. I think this game's going to be crap on Sunday. In total? That being said, yeah. Okay. I do. It's going to be crap. Aaron Rodgers can't get the ball down the field. He's nobody to throw it to and he argues He argues with all his wide receivers. All right, you know, look, okay. Let me be more distinct. The Packers will score under 18 and a half points on Sunday. Well, then, if that's the case, then they really are bad because this Lions defense is shambles. Let's be honest. The Lions, the Lions offense, so like the Lions defense is a shambles, but the Lions offense could... Like, I'm going to get a couple of touchdowns on Sunday, and it could turn into a whole shootout. Um, I, I will I will put it this way, and we, we really need, we, we, we need to jump on because we have another eight games to talk about here. Um, if they lose to the Lions on Sunday, Lafleur should be fired. GM should be fired. Somebody needs to go. Because they're done. If they lose to the Lions, I don't know what you're laughing about, lads. If they lose to that Lions team, a 1-6 Lions team, somebody needs to go. 100%. Do you think Lafleur is last in the season if it goes at the minute? Matt Lafleur had the greatest three-season start to the to an NFL coaching career ever. 
Like his, they they lost nine games in three. You see, they're thirteen and three, thirteen and three, thirteen and three. Their issues certainly exist, and you can certainly ask questions of the organization. You could certainly ask questions of Aaron Rodgers. They, when you take, listen, we, Michael, we talked about this last night. The reason Brady and the Patriots were so successful, he was willing to take the the haircut. Now, people might say, hey, he had a, a supermodel wife who was earning hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes, absolutely, but. It's the same as, you know, all every team finds out once you have a QB who earns top dollar, you have to cut down on everything else. Eventually that comes to bite you. But you can't get rid of Matt Lafleur for one bad year when essentially the GM and and everyone else, the, an NFL head coach is not like a manager. You don't get a say in the personnel. you got to deal with the hand that's given you I would, I would say I would be looking seriously at their defensive coordinator because as I said earlier that's been the most disappointing unit in the entirety of the NFL somebody needs to go this week whether it's a DC OC GM somebody needs to go this week if this is any other team in the in the AFC if it was the Bills like in, in this situation forget about this, the record they've had the last two years the situation which we've, we've sat through crap in March and April about Aaron Rodgers throwing the toys out of the pram both on Joe Rogan and the contract situation and now he's fighting with his wide receivers and his tight ends it's embarrassing and the way they played in London when they should have won the game and they, they didn't deserve to win the game like the, the Giants defense was excellent at the end and if you think of where that ball was and what's happened since in the last month this is the shambles in Green Bay. It's in bar- they don't deserve to go to the playoffs as it stands. It's, a, it's an absolute shambles. And somebody needs to genuinely pay for that. Whether that's this week. But I'm saying, hypothetically, if they lose against the Lions. In the same way, if Hackett lost last week, I would say he did to go. There are teams at the minute that are on the edge. Um, and I certainly think if they were to go the way, if they were to lose another four or five games this season, there would be serious questions asked of Lafleur at the end of the season. I think that's a very fair point to make. Because that would mean they've lost, what, 10 games in the season? Forget about the, the fact it's the Packers. Fans wouldn't accept that. So it's just one thing to say. And uh, maybe we can talk about it whenever the Lions win 21 to 19 on Monday night. And see. Can maybe, I make a quick point? What, if, if the Lions win, we'll open the show. On, can I make two night. quick points? Yeah, yeah, go for it. They shouldn't have won in London because they didn't score one point in the entire the second half. So well, that's ab- one Absolutely. It was, it, was, it was a shambles, Brian. I mean, you, you lads were weeks. in the. Yeah, but you lads were in the. The Giants presser and Lafleur was well, yeah, we'll, we'll get the six for next yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> the point I was gonna second point I was gonna make was if they lose this they're three and six. And if, if you come through the wild card situation now and now we're we're talking wild cards and, and it's only week nine, but the team who has four four defeats is in the seventh spot, which I believe is the forty ers at four and four. So there'll still only be two games now of a wild card. And I I know it's it's probably What's, there, what's on paper and what's actually happened in front of us on the field is very different because the reality is they'll have to run the table at some stage to get in with an opportunity for a wild card. But it's too early to be dismissing playoff chances, I believe. They've still got some great talent there, but it has to start, it has to start soon and it has to start Sunday. I'm not sure who they, <clears throat> they played the following week. Maybe someone knows or someone can check that out, but um, this is the week they have to get it going. I believe they will, but you're right. I can see why the pressure will continue. The ramp up on the coaching staff if they don't get a win. Good discussion. Now I'm going to I, even I, go I, further. I'm old, I'm old enough to remember Manchester United finishing third twice in a row under under Alex Ferguson after all the success and people questioning. I don't think Matt Lafleur is. What success Alex has Matt Ferguson. Lafleur had? 
What? What's what, what's Matt Lafleur? Well, he's Ma- Michael. He's there three years. Three yeah. years. Three three three, three sorry, two championship games. And and how many of them did they win? I just yeah. Lads, I started. You need the year they won the Super Bowl the last time, <clears throat> and now thirty-one, married four years, and the same quarterbacks there. So let's, you know. Oh, we, we, we can we, we can have it. We can have an Aaron Rodgers discussion. Absolutely. Let's let's have uh, let's have that. Let's have a discussion about QBs take t- undermining themselves and undermining their teams by demanding supermax contracts. They play the Cowboys. Oh, I love a supermax. They play the Cowboys next week. God help them. If they don't win this right. game. Right. Uh, well, it's, it's a must-win game because they're going to go three and three and seven, uh, and that's crap. Because we're going to miss that game next week. 